You're listening to WGWG.org, Gardner-Webb University Radio. Jeff in with you. Sitting in the studio with me today is uh, Matthew Tesnier. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you. Matthew, uh, you and I talk a, a, a little bit. We Our offices are next to each other, and uh, I have become increasingly aware that uh, you are a sports fan, and you uh, follow this stuff, not just who won, who lost. You get into statistics. You, you, you know the history of some of these games and some of the teams, and so... We thought we'd just start a little uh, conversation about once a week uh, where we talk about what's going on in the, in the world of sports. So uh, big stuff, big to do here on campus. Uh, the basketball season's wrapping up, but so much more happened on campus. How about uh, catching us up on what's going on Gardner-Webb sports-wise? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, our men's team, Gardner-Webb men's team, uh, has a big game this weekend against Liberty. Um, Which, by the way, you can listen to live right here at WGWG.org. Great time for a plug there. Um, yeah, we're, we're playing at Liberty. It's our last regular season game on the men's men's side. Uh, women are also still in the thick of the conference race. Now, the um, women have wrapped up their season, right? They've got a couple of games couple still of games. on the schedule. Okay. Um, and they're, you know, they're still up there looking at first-round buy um, type options and opportunities, too. Um, but the men playing Liberty this weekend, it's really simple. They win that game, they get a buy. And that means that they get to skip out on that first round of games yep. in the conference tournament, which right. saves their legs. Which, maybe. which means they're automatically in the second round. That's, so that's right. Good they're thing. automatically. <laughs> exactly. Now, one thing that sometimes, depending on what seed you get, can be a negative, actually, yeah. of getting a buy would be um, you know who you might draw in that next round. Right. And so that just kind of shakes out as, as the regular season ends and you kind of get into the tournament so you can't really forecast that but um, it is good to, to skip a game that's one less game they have to play over several days and so that saves their legs and yeah. and really helps um, but um, this this is a good opportunity for them and you know it's a different year for Gardner Webb basketball um, on the men's team really you know we're accustomed to seeing one or two standout players um, who, who are really team leaders. Um, we've had, had somebody in the past several years during Coach Kraft and Coach Holtman's tenures um, who you could kind of point to and say, you know, when you need points or you need a big play, you go to that guy. This team, probably one of the big positives I see is that they are very balanced. They may not have that number one kind of go-to player, but they have probably four, five, six guys who could lead them in scoring on a night, who could make the big plays. Um, we've seen that throughout the season. Um, and don't even really have to name any names because it's a new guy mm-hmm. every every game almost. Oh, wow. So I think that could be good getting into the tournament because if somebody gets in foul trouble or you know has a bad night, somebody else might step up. Right. And um, so that's that's a big thing. But, yeah, hopefully they'll get that by. So that game is coming up on Saturday. I think tip is at noon. That's right. And so uh, that's one to watch. What about other sports? Because this, you know, winter's – leaving us and we're about to get into spring you know football's gone basketball will be wrapping up in march but there's so many other sports and it's a really right. busy time for garden web sports it is it's it's like we talked about yesterday when we we're just kind of catching up on what's going on on campus it's that time between winter sports and spring sports and it's one of the busiest times i, I think of the year when you look at our schedule the number of events we have on campus um you know lacrosse has started now um, both diamond sports with baseball and softball have started, and they've started off really well. It's very early in the season. You know, it's non-conference action, but our softball team, uh, I think, has won six out of seven games. Um, Mackenzie Thompson is 4-0 and on the mound um, to start the year, and I think she got a conference player of the week on her last week. They're in Alabama for some tournaments that will test them and, and kind of see, but they've enjoyed – 
that new stadium, uh, Brinkley Softball Stadium, mm-hmm. um, to, to start out with. And I think that new home advantage, um, I was talking to one of our student interns the other day who's a player on the team, and um, she said, you know, teams come in and they're not used to playing in the stadium with, with the, the field turf and um, like our team is now. It's a, right. They practice on it, and so they get that chance. And these other teams are coming in and they're, they're meticulously bouncing balls to each other to kind of practice how the ball's going to come off the bat. So the it field. sort of adds to that home field advantage. It does, it does, in addition to just being a really nice stadium and a great place to go watch a game. So it's been an encouraging start for them. And then um, our baseball team um, won all four games, their first four games against Delaware State, and they've got Iona coming in this weekend and, and four more. So good chance to start off quick like they did last year. Um, before they get into the tough conference race. So you've got both those sports. And then, you know, you mentioned football is over from a playing standpoint, but we've got spring practice going on oh, right I've now. Oh, I've noticed. And, you know, it's it's an interesting time for Gardner-Webb football because we've had we've had some really strong uh, athletes um, on our football teams the last couple of years, and we had really strong season and then a couple of tough luck years. And, um, you know, the interesting thing this year is it kind of flips a little bit. We've had a very experienced defense and an inexperienced offense. This year we returned probably, I would say, more experience on offense. I think we only lost one starter and, mm. and bring 10 guys back with starting experience right. um, of our regular starters. But the defense, we lost a lot of guys, a lot of you know linebackers, defensive line, a couple defensive backs. So we'll have to replace a lot there. So we kind of flipped the script a little bit on what we're going to have to do in terms of getting guys up to speed. And a lot of competition, it sounds like, um, from, from reading some of the reports from our yeah. athletics guys. So. Yeah. Lots going on. Lots going on. And you know, if folks want to keep up with uh, the day-to-day in and out of Gardner-Webb Sports, GWUsports.com is the place to go to keep up with all things athletic. That's right. And, and you know, they do more than ever, too. Um, you know, it's not just game reports. It's it's oh, no. intense statistics. <laughs> and then, you know, with the Big South requirements that they've had to keep up with and, and the increasing media world that yeah. we live in, yeah. video there's has video, been There's video, there's audio, there's pho- photography. Um, it it's very media rich, social media, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think they've made a big point to use students in their social media they too. They have, much as we've kind of had some students in different academic departments who are mm-hmm. doing those kinds of things. And yeah. so, I mean, that just adds to the experience. Yeah, you know, um, it is almost March, and that makes everybody think about uh, conference tournaments, basketball tournaments, college tournaments, all leading up to what is truly named March Madness. So uh, what should we be looking for as we enter the tournament season here for ACC schools? Yeah, we're here in ACC country. And so most people, you know, we're we're kind of a crossover. If you're talking about football, there are a lot of SEC fans. And they've been more successful. Um, I, I spent about a year of my life down in Alabama, and that's really SEC country. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's Florida, LSU, Alabama, Auburn, but here, basketball you don't really get a lot of cheering for those teams maybe a Kentucky or something we're in Duke Carolina state weight country of course and um, you know, Duke, Carolina are both pretty relevant this year. I hate to say for state fans and, and Wake Forest fans, they don't have a whole lot that they're playing for, probably at this point, except for Pride. Yeah. But um, it's a big weekend, specifically this coming weekend in ACC basketball, where there are two top 15 matchups. Um, Carolina and Virginia are playing this weekend. Two top 10 schools still in line for a regular season championship. Probably teams that will go deep into the NCAA tournament next month. Um, a lot of depth, a lot of experience on those teams. Um, they've had some success the last couple of years, but haven't gotten to a Final Four mm-hmm, or, or gone mm-hmm, that deep. So mm-hmm. maybe they're kind of preparing for a run like that. Duke still pretty good too. Um, you know they beat Carolina last 
last week. Um, and for Carolina fans, that was a painful game for Duke. It was definitely a little bit of euphoria. I mean, they were they, they've the problem for Duke this year, and and what may keep them from doing very much in March is their depth and their health. They've yeah, had yeah. they've got very few scholarship players. I think they're playing maybe with don't get me if I'm wrong, but maybe six, seven, eight scholarship players, which for a major program like that is unusual and and you wouldn't expect, but it's because of the success they had in the past and all the players who've gone to the NBA. And so, you know, you have to restock when when you lose players like that. Then they've had health problems, too. They've had a couple guys out long-term and short-term, and they were really down to five or six guys playing in that game against Carolina, which made it very impressive that they won that game on the road. But um, Carolina and Virginia will be a good game this weekend. There's also – it's a little outside of our area here in North Carolina, but Louisville-Miami in terms of ACC is a big game. Those four teams are the top four in the ACC right now, and they're playing each other this weekend. And so that's kind of what you get down to at this time of year. You get those huge matchups. Then you follow that with the ACC tournament, which is always, as a basketball fan who grew up in North Carolina, um, you know, folks can relate to around here. It's a great time of year. I mean – Every couple of days, there's a huge yeah. game, no matter who you're pulling for. Yeah. And if you're just a general basketball fan, it's a great time of year, too. Right. Um, and Duke, Duke's playing this weekend, too. They play Pittsburgh. So all the top ACC schools are playing. Um, so it's a good weekend to, you know, it looks like it's going to be pretty good weather. But um, if you don't want to spend all the time outside this time <laughs> of year, or you're just a TV watcher, you got right. plenty going on. Plenty to watch. Plenty to watch. And speaking of which, even basketball at the pro level there's some things to watch yeah you know a lot of i speak to a lot of folks as as a sports fan myself folks who really don't care about pro basketball these days which is interesting um you know i i know a lot of folks in in my family who when i was growing up loved pro basketball and they've kind of lost that and i don't know if it's you know, that that was such a special era. I mean, that was the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan era. And yeah, that was oh, that was yeah. the time when even people who weren't sports fans Watch those could get players. into that. Yeah. Because those folks are icons. Mm-hmm. I mean they're they're endorsement icons. They're well, you all got over LeBron the place. James, you've got you do have big those profile folks. people today, yeah. I think in the Charlotte region I still have a theory that when the Charlotte Hornets left town for New Orleans about fifteen years ago, that lost a lot of people. See, I, I would agree, yes. And and I don't know that they have come back or will ever come back maybe contingent on if the Hornets can have a big year. And they're they're playing pretty well right now themselves. Mm-hmm. Um they're they're if the playoffs started today, I think they'd be in. Um they've had a lot of injuries too. Um kind of like talking about Duke, but you know, the real story this year is the Warriors and the Spurs. Um San Antonio and Golden State. Um they were both heading into the All-Star break um a week or so back. They were both undefeated at home. Talking about winning twenty-five to thirty games at home without losing at this point in the season, yeah. um, and Golden State in particular, they're they're chasing some history. Um, the ninety-six, ninety-seven, I think it was Bulls um, were seventy-two and ten, um, and then the next year they had another year where they went like sixty-nine and thirteen, just crazy records. I mean, to win that many games, Warriors have a chance. Um, seen a lot. Um, you and I both like five thirty-eight. Um, yeah. it's kind of a data-driven. Uh, analysis organization and they look at sports they look at politics they oh, look yeah. at all kinds of things but 538.com yeah. yeah 538.com and you spell it out it's not the numbers that's right that's right um you know they they look at probability a lot of times in sports will somebody do something and every time a big game's coming up you know they look at who's going to win the national football championship who's yeah. going to win the super yeah. bowl i mean yeah. they were they were going crazy with predictions for mm-hmm. patriots broncos panthers um 
who's the other team? I've lost uh, Cardinals. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. lost it for a minute. <laughs> yeah, who's going to win out of those groups? And um, you know, they're looking down all the time at the Warriors. Are they going to be able to? I think they're fifty. They're they're fifty one, fifty two, and five or something wow, like that. Yeah. And so um, they've got Stephen Curry, last year's so MVP. Do you think they can do it? What are the odds? <laughs> I, I, going from a non data driven perspective and just in my gut, I don't think they will. Um, there have been some really good teams since those mid nineties Bulls, but I, I do. I think as it gets down the stretch, um, you know, health becomes an issue sometimes. Somebody gets just injured. fatigue. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's it's tough to do. I think they could. They they just don't have. A, they have Stephen Curry. You know, Dale Curry, former Charlotte Hornets son. He was the MVP last year. He's a lot of fun to watch, and he's a great player. Um, you know, they have some great players around him, but I just I just don't feel like they've got the um, you know the elite team team ability to do that. You know, the Spurs. Um, you know, a lot of Spurs fans, because of the success they've had around here too, they they aren't quite in that let's set a record for a number of wins territory. But they've had an unbelievable year too, and they're a fun. If you, if you do care about the NBA, or if you're kind of like me, you get into it around April when the playoffs get ready to start because the playoffs themselves last two months. Um, oh, I know it I goes mean, on forever. In my opinion, yeah, just like really, you got to win sixteen <laughs> games to win yeah. the NBA championship. Yeah. Four yeah. rounds of four wins each, wow. and. If you lose three games in each of those rounds, I mean, you can play 30 games in the yeah, playoffs, yes. which is going on half or a third of the whole NBA season. Right. Um, but if, if you are, uh, you know, even a, a casual fan, the Spurs are a lot of fun and, and cool story. They've got guys who have been around for a long time. They've got the old guys, and then they're adding some new guys in there. So they're a nice mix. So Spurs and Warriors probably – that's, best things going on in the NBA right now. That's the story to watch. And, yeah. and can, the, can the Golden State Warriors – you know, reach that uh, or top that goal set by the Bulls. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's been fun. Matthew Tesnier in the studio with me. I'm Jeff Powell. We're going to try to do this about every week. Yeah. Look forward on to. Fridays. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world of sports, just from a fan's perspective. That's right. what I am. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. Thanks. <laughs>